0: This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. And coming up next on 2NURFM, we are talking travel. Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein, and we're going to the islands. We've got some Indian islands, the Seychelles, and the Cook Islands in the Pacific as we talk travel thanks to our sponsor, Travel World on King. and Sally Lucas joins us. Sally, we're thinking warm at the moment. Well, it is warm today, so I thought we may as well go to tropical climes. And I was reading an interesting article, um, which is why I decided to talk about the Seychelles, which are located in the Western Indian Ocean. And this week, um, the CEO of Seychelles Tourism, um, the Minister for Foreign Affairs, and the President of the Seychelles, uh, James Alex Michel, he's the first ever head, uh, state visit to Australia by Seychelles Head of State, and he's also the Tourism Minister. So they're coming here really to, I guess, place a heavy focus on tourist matters Um, and Australians visiting the Seychelles for tourism purposes are pretty small in numbers so they're wanting to try and you know promote the Seychelles and of course Kate and Will have just been there for their honeymoon they booked out a whole island so um, I just thought they only went to the best places oh absolutely I think they stayed on two of the islands actually and um, but private had it all to themselves which you can do apparently if you so desire so the seychelles if people don't know exactly where they are as we said they're in the western indian ocean it is combined of 115 granite and coral islands extending between four and ten degrees south of the equator and they lie between about 500 and 1600 k's from the east coast of africa If you're looking at a map of Africa, sort of a bit out from Mombasa and Kenya in that area, and just north of Madagascar, and about two and a half hours flying time north of Mauritius, just to give you an idea of where they are. So this republic occupies a land area of 455 square kilometres, and which is about four times the size of France, so there you go. But of course, it's all spread out in these wonderful little islands. So... It's not a cheap destination, but that's not what they're meant to be. It's meant to be a special destination. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying it's the dearest place to go, but it's certainly not budget, okay? And to get there from here, you've really got to go through Singapore would be your way of getting there from here. Um, you've got about an eight-hour flight to Singapore and then it's probably about a bit over six hours from there to the Seychelles. Or if you're happening to go to Africa, what a wonderful stop to add on. As we've said before, with either Mauritius or Madagascar, you could also add on the Seychelles. Um, you can come in there through the Middle East too. So if you're coming in, say, from London or Europe, or idiot coming in through Dubai or Abu Dhabi or Doha and Qatar, you can fly down into the Seychelles from there as well and obviously from Kenya across that way. So there are different ways you can get there but it is um, a real paradise is what they call it and it's an archipelago of absolute timeless beauty and tranquility and it's famous for its its beaches and also for its great diversity of, of lush forests and also species because it was part of the old Guandana land which all broke away so there are species of bird and land tortoises there that aren't found anywhere else. Are there coconuts? Well, I would imagine they would be coconuts, Jane. Um, but being so tropical. Yes, yes. So, um, it's affordable. I want to say that you find yourself, they're saying it's an affordable destination, but it's not a cheap destination. Okay. So if we can say it that way. And as I said, it's got this diversity, which rolls from the lush forest right down to the the ocean. And of course, these wonderful beaches and 115 islands. Now, 41 inner islands, um, constitute the oldest mid-oceanic granite islands on earth you <laughs> And a further 74 form the five groups of the low-lying coral atolls and reef islets that are the outer islands. Now, only 20 of the islands are currently used for tourism, so there's still plenty of scope for tourist investment. But they are wanting to encourage people to think about going to the Seychelles. And as we said, you can go through Singapore, and it's got a lot of Creole influence there as well, to remember. It's a mix of cultures, a mix of people. So very similar to Mauritius in that respect, that you do have a mix of the, the Creole Um, So, yeah, and as I said, it's got this wonderful uh, land giant tortoise called the Aldabra tortoise, which you can go to see. Um, The waters are crystal clear. The beaches are kept in pristine condition. There's no litter. Um, No one can own the uh, the beach, like the hotels can't own it, so you have freedom on any of the beaches that you like. It's considered like... Almost a permanent beautiful dive site, like you've only got to swim a little far out from, from the beach and you'll be, could be swimming against, with huge manta rays or beautiful fish or just, just wonderful. So it's very pristine, very protected. They're very proud. Only about a, oh less than over 170,000 people, I think, on, on all the islands. So as you can see, it's, it's a small nation, but a very beautiful nation as well. As we said, well, Will and Kate went there, so I'm sure they had a wonderful time there as well. So lots of seabirds, as we said, hundreds of giant tortoises, mantas, and even a dugong or two if you're lucky enough. And it has got a wildlife sanctuary there as well. So you just need to have a look at it. Google it if you like the Seychelles. You'll notice it is stunningly beautiful. Um, Lots of different islands, lots of different styles of accommodation, as I said, uh, including you can even book, if you had a group, your own private island, if you so desire. To RFM, where we're talking travel, it's 20 past one. And Sally Lucas, um, we've been on one fantastic set of islands and we're about to go to another. We're, yes, we are really hopping quite a way away from the Indian Ocean now. We're going to the Pacific Ocean and in particular to the Cook Islands. Now, Rarotonga is probably the island that people know of most and that is where the flights go into from Australia. we now in New Zealand with these wonderful direct services. So it cuts down the flying time quite considerably with having to stop before in Auckland and have a layover there on the way. And that only used to connect a couple of times a week even. So that this is a lot better now, of course. Um, now, it's again a beautiful tropical... A group of islands and it's really smack bang I suppose in the middle of Polynesia in a sense because you've got um, Tonga and Samoa to the west, uh, Tahiti to the east and Kiribati to the north. Now Most people, as I said, have heard of Rarotonga and Aitutaki, which is considered the most beautiful island with the most beautiful lagoon in the world. And it gets rave reviews by everyone that ever goes there. But there are other islands, but you don't see them so much because they're scattered um, quite a distance across 2 million square kilometres of ocean. And there are actually 14 um, islands and atolls that do make up the Cook Islands um, but again a beautiful part of the world very relaxed, very friendly people um, as islanders are always and the New Zealand dollar is the currency there so it makes it pretty easy because we win on that um, and you've got two buses on Rarotonga. One's called the Clockwise Bus and the other one, guess what? It's called the Anti-Clockwise Bus. I like a country like that. <laughs> Isn't that great? Um, you can also hire scooters or cars there. You do have to get a local licence. They don't recognise Australian licences, which might take about an hour and um, you have to pay for that separately, but that can be done. But you can do that there? Yes, you do it there, yes, at the police station and that can be organised. So, yeah, the Cook Islands, is, again, has a whole range of accommodation there, though. A little bit different to the Seychelles in as much as you can stay from the real budget up to actual beautiful villas. Before the cooks were really, as they're affectionately known, just the cooks, um, only had what we would call fairly basic to three-star accommodation but they've really been spending a lot of money on tourism and promoting them and also with the advent of the direct flights they've now have some very special accommodation right on beachfront with private villas with their own pools you know you can get just about every style and standard of accommodation there now so it's great for honeymooners it's great for people just wanting to relax and chill out um, it's about six hours flying time roughly from, from here um, it was always called the poor man's Tahiti because it was considered just as beautiful but obviously a lot less expensive which it still is so it's, it is a very affordable destination and as I said to go to Aitutaki is almost a must I think you, you couldn't go to Rarotonga to without taking that little flight and seeing this lagoon it is absolutely stunning and one of the other things you can do there there's a character who's in his 70s he's got blonde dreadlocks and he's called Pa and he takes you on a three-hour trek across the island and he's extremely fit um, but it has lots of interesting anecdotes and stories to tell so that's another thing you can do there as well so again, very safe for travelling there's no crime you have to worry about um, a lot of the accommodation centres will include at least a breakfast or a meal option It's not a lot of restaurants other than what's within your hotel properties as a general rule of thumb um, so most people tend to eat I suppose where they stay but there, there are a few other little local restaurants That you can go and try out. So, yeah, it's just a wonderful little destination to think of if you're wanting to go somewhere in the islands and not go too far. So, you're not going as far as Hawaii or somewhere else, but you're going a little bit further than Fiji, Vanuatu, and you're seeing somewhere that's very pristine again, very friendly, and very safe. So, consider the Cooks as another one of those beautiful little island destinations. Now, Jane, I just thought whilst we can, if I've got time, I wanted to mention a tour to Vietnam. Um, it's a commemoration tour for 15 nights, 19th of March next year, and it's been run by a company called Battlefields. And this gentleman is an expert on all things to do with battlefields, not just in Vietnam, but he runs specific tours to specific battlefield areas. And this is the first time that this one has been done. Um, so you can walk in the footsteps of more than 50,000 Australians who served during the Vietnam War on this emotional journey to the former battlefields. Now, the 15-night tour takes in all the key Australian sites from the war, plus also many of Vietnam's cultural treasures, of course, allowing you to experience all the aspects of this wonderful, vibrant country as it is, as you know, Jane, which is fantastic. And As we all know, the food is just to die for as well. Um, so you have a guide on this journey as a Gary Mackay who served as a, pl- a platoon leader in Vietnam and was wounded and awarded the military cross during Australia's last battle of the war. So I think this tour could appeal to both veterans and ordinary Australians who just wish to, you know, explore this significant chapter in our history. Um, and they are also got a special offer for veterans on this that if you are a Vietnam veteran, um, if you advise at the time of making a booking, they'll, they'll give them a discount on the tour of about $250, I think, well, So that might be appealing. Lots of inclusions on this one as well. Um, breakfast daily, and as I said, it's 15 nights, but you've got 13 lunches and 10 dinners, so your hand's not going to be in your pocket for hardly anything through this. So lots of inclusions, including Ha Long Bay, of course, all the places you would want to see as well as the battle battlefields like Vung Tau, Long Tan, et cetera. So you're getting to see those, but you're also getting to see Hanoi, of course, you know, Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City, Hoi An, et cetera. Wonderful itinerary, very in-depth if anyone's interested. So, yeah, 15 nights, 19th of March next year, a commemorative Vietnam tour. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we'll be back talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM.